Welcome to the Voices of Young People podcast, brought to you by Springtide Research Institute. In each episode, we hear directly from young people as they respond to our research and share about the issues impacting their lives. As sociologists and researchers, we see a new story unfolding for young people, one that moves beyond traditional institutional boundaries and requires careful attention to the inner and outer lives of emerging generations. At the intersection of being and becoming, it's the Voices of Young People. Hi, my name is Nabil Tueme, and I'm a sociologist and associate researcher at Springtide. I'm your special guest host for the season, season six of the Voices of Young People podcast. And I'm so honored to be hosting the season because we are specifically listening to stories from Latinx young people as they share their own religious perspectives. This special series is offered alongside the State of Religion in Young People 2021, Navigating Uncertainty, and offers a sneak peek into the research that we at Springtide have been doing alongside Latinx youth and young adults. A note about our terminology in this podcast. Throughout the season, you'll hear us use the terms Latino, Latinx, and Latine interchangeably. These are all terms that have been used to describe people of Latin American descent, though some of the terms are contested. Here at Springtide, we're committed to using the terms that reflect young people's values and the ones that they themselves prefer. In today's episode, we talk to Blanca, who is 20 years old and comes to us from the sunny state of California. I say this for Massachusetts while I'm looking at about three to four inches of snow with more to come. Blanca's entire family is Catholic, but she describes herself as spiritual. As you'll hear in this episode, this has caused some tension between Blanca and her family. And that's been pretty tough for Blanca, especially because she feels like other children of immigrants sometimes do, that they owe so much to their family for the sacrifices they've made. But despite these tensions, Blanca is satisfied with her um, decision And she talks about how spirituality gives her purpose and has actually been so good for her mental health in many ways. So here is Blanca's story. Well, hello, my name's Blanca and I use she, her, ella pronouns. I'm 20 years old. I'm a first gen Latina student and I live here in Southern California and I attend Cal State Fullerton. In my free time, I love to go hiking and I love taking my two dogs, my two miniature poodles. Um, I love being out in the wilderness and and nature. It just gives me a free um, headspace. So, Love that. I I, um, am such a huge dog person. Awesome. Well, it's so great to meet with you. Um, And, you know, really, I'm just going to, go right in here and, and ask you, you know, are you connected to any particular religion or faith um, or spiritual system right now? Currently, I feel like I'm in tune spiritually. Um, I see um, in my, within myself spiritually, I feel like I, I've grasped the idea of religion since I was raised as a Catholic. I was raised in the Catholic system, in a Catholic home. And I still currently am. Um, we still hold the values of the Catholic system. And and I respect, with all due respect, I do respect the religion and what it stands for and, and the whole customs and traditions. But um, in my own upbringing, I found 
a passion or a connection towards my spirituality, just being connected within myself and in my inner self and just really finding peace within my own mind space, my own head space, my own emotional, mental, physical health. It's been like a whole spiritual experience. I love that. So can you tell me a little bit about how you went from being engaged um, with your family's Catholicism to finding this personal spirituality that's very meaningful to you? Yes. So being involved in a family's traditions, we, um, we're involved in a lot of traditions that carry a lot of that faith a lot of that religion aspect. So we um, we celebrate all these um, all these milestones in the religion as well, which turn in which are involved in our holidays, our traditions, and um, like I've never broken away from that because in a way that's what keeps our family together is that faith of of the religion or of the culture, yeah, or the culture which is embedded with the religion. But I found my own personal um, spiritual um, in tuneness within myself. I, I like to go. Um, I do like to go out for for um, a walk, like a hike, a walk. I like to get out in nature and and breathe in the moments, but breathe outside. I don't like to be closed in in like a structured. Um, facility like like let's say a building like usually people go to the church you know to find an awakening to find an abundance of their own inner self or you know to get an answer usually for me for clarity I love to be outside I like to go and and be in tune with nature and just breathe the air feel the ground and be grounded um that's the way I could catch my breath and and, and catch my myself you know realize myself see myself and see a clear path of the day, especially um, the, the tendency with religion too is to find clarity and to find an answer or to get hope. And I do that through um, nature, being outside and just being, I like to bring in meditation as well, being outdoors, meditating outdoors, um, just breathing in the air and living in the moment and looking at the now and, and opening my mind and having that time to myself to realize the the things that have being grateful, the thing being grateful for the things that have come my way, and especially within that day, it can be difficult because, in a way, within regards to your own family, if your family is respectful of your own decisions, then um, it is easy. But if obviously there's some sort of retaliation or or some sort of you know, disagreements in your own beliefs in regards to your own family. Like some family members um, would not like to see you um, be odd and go into your own spiritual awakening or your other, you know, what? why are you doing that for? You know, we need to focus on this, our, our religion. There's no other than this. So it is a bit um, uncomfortable, you know, coming to your own realization and then facing kind of a, a backlash from your own family and them seeing because that's you know that's all we know and sometimes I feel like it could be with guilt 
you know, you feel guilty doing this. I tie in with that, like my own, my own uh, self-care, my own um, real, realization with spirituality or, or just, you know, my own mindset or mindfulness. I feel like I'm taking away from my family or if I'm being too good or I feel like I'm taking advantage of them and their, their um, life or their personal perspectives, like if I'm pulling away from them. And I wouldn't want to feel that way. And sometimes I do, which thankfully my family hasn't presented that at all to me, but there's still that inner critic of mine that's telling me you're doing something bad or, you know, you should always put your family first. Just a quick break to thank the donors who make this podcast possible. Springtide Research Institute is supported by donors who believe in the critical research and insight-generating work we do on behalf of young people. You too can help sustain the work of Springtide so that resources like this podcast series can be made alongside our research reports. Your one-time and ongoing gifts allow us to continue our mission to equip those who care about young people to care better. Visit springtideresearch.org today where you can make your own tax-deductible donation with a variety of giving options. Now, back to the episode. Why is your spirituality important to you, Blanca? It's important to me because I'm able to find something for myself, which I was not able to find in the Catholic religion. I'm able to move forward and learn as I go. And I, I believe being spiritually in tune with myself and, and continuing to, to understand how to be grounded and, and learning how to, how to clear my mind and being mindful and having that gratitude. I'm learning every day to, to fulfill a void within myself that was not filled with the religion of of catholicism what void is that the void is i believe it's it's peace it's the void is is peace and understanding my spirituality um helps me fight and conquer those days where you're, you're having a bad day you're just you can't you can't even wake up in a good mood you just very dull and and groggy and almost depressed because you don't have a f- you don't have hope or you don't have faith to move you some sort of um burning inside of you to keep you going so in a way i use that spirituality to to push me and to get me in tune within myself so i can overcome the bad mental day that I'm having and it's a realization or a conversation with myself Uh, usually my spirituality or my um practice that I do is just even giving a day for myself or or giving time to myself to speak about the things that are unspoken and what I mean about the things that I keep I talk about the things that I keep behind my head or that I keep locked inside because I don't want them exposed or I'm too afraid, nervous or scared to get them out. 
And I feel like I'm gonna, again, guilt or feel guilty of, of exposing that to my family and saying, I'm having a bad day. Yeah. I need some help. So you say in those, on those days, like you talk, who do you talk to? Usually it's, I talk to myself. Um, a fun fact, I, I like to talk to myself on a memo voice, on a voice memo. I like to let out all the ugly, obviously. I'll, I'll say what I have to say on my chest. The things that mostly it's a lot of guilt, why I'm feeling that way. Like why I'm having a bad day is because I couldn't get this done or I couldn't do this. I couldn't help out this. And a lot of it's like people pleasing. Like I couldn't, oh, I wasn't able to help out with my mom with this or I wasn't able to to help out my family. I'm a bad person because I couldn't do this. And my own duties, I couldn't get my own tasks done, but I also couldn't get my own family's um, issues done. I yeah. wasn't able to solve the problem. So a lot of that is guilt and... So what about that is spiritual? Because, you know, some people might be like, yeah, I talk to myself, but it has nothing to do with spirituality. Yes. um, What is spiritual about that for me is um, obviously having that moment to speak on that voice memo, but also having the moment to breathe and meditate and and speak to my inner self and and get in a clear mindset and, and closing my eyes and just breathing and and having meditation to soothe my mind and having those minutes to breathe and learn to live in my moment and forget of all forget about all the things that had just happened to clear my mind and to pinpoint myself and just learn to accept what has just happened Mm. just accept the moment and don't look back and just try to look forward accept what had happened and and try to move on or and will and do move on and do move on accept that and so that's mostly what I've learned to do is just to accept the moment and and meditating has helped me ground that and implement that that accepting that moment because I like to actually like sit in a in my room on the floor. So I feel grounded, touching the ground. And I like to breathe and have my my moments where I'm in tune with myself and I accept what had just happened. Like I'm just accepting it and it's okay. And I can get, I can get up from this. It's not gonna, it's not the end of the world. It's not gonna stop me. Do you think if you're like your family knew how positively these spiritual practices impacted you, they would be more supportive of, of your spirituality and, and your departure from the Catholic faith? I think they would. Um, definitely, they would be very accepting and, and finally have an understanding. They, they would feel comfortable and finally accept it because now they have an answer and now they, they're able to see the effects of how I'm feeling now because I'm doing this now that I feel comfortable and I feel rejuvenated a lot of my when I feel when I do my spiritual you know practice or or my own um meditation you may say 
I just feel rejuvenated. I feel better than I am now. I feel mm-hmm. like a new me. I love it. What advice would you give to adults who get approached by, you know, young people in their lives and say, Hey, I want to, I want to talk to you about something that's important to me. What advice would you give to those adults for, for being supportive in that moment? Don't, don't, don't say no and don't look away don't don't neglect their words um always have an open mind um at first you might be a bit upset maybe a bit angry and confused and maybe sad or or scared or you know might be feeling feeling a lot of emotions but don't turn away just yet just give it some time and, and try to understand even in the moment of the conversation, you know, every step counts, whether it's big or small and, and with different challenges that most people are facing right now. Um, this, this, um, this is a big step towards someone's individuality, their identity. And you have to try to take it with grace and gratitude and mindfulness of your own feelings, but as well as their feelings. Always take their feelings in consideration because they their feelings will ex, will have an effect on your feelings. If you both, or if you feel a, a different in regards to their own identity, they will feel different against their themselves. They at the end they're gonna feel different about themselves and and start hating the person who they are Mm. so for a parent or an adult trying to accept this they have to learn to try to ease into it and learn to understand learn to accept and learn to be open-minded and not so much angry or confused because everyone gets angry and confused. But in that moment, we have to try to comfort them and let, you know, say it's okay. It's, it is okay. It's okay. It's not a banishment. It's not a horrible sentence to anything. It's, it's okay to be different. It's okay. I understand or I, I will learn to understand. Oh, I love that. Well, what a wonderful way to to end this conversation, Blanca. I so appreciate you um, opening up and sharing your experiences with me today. Thank you so much. Visit springtideresearch.org to hear more voices of young people and to download our latest report, The State of Religion and Young People 2021, Navigating Uncertainty. Thanks to a very generous donation, the digital version of this report is free to download. Springtide Research Institute is supported by donors who believe in the critical research and insight-generating work we do on behalf of young people. Make your own tax-deductible donation with a variety of giving options on our website today. Today's show was produced by Nabil Tweme, Marta Abuaji, and TJ Birnbaum, with original music by high school student Christian Unthank. Special thanks to the five guests featured in Season 6, Latinx Voices with the State of Religion and Young People 2021, and to all the young people 
whose perspectives and insights make our research possible. Follow us on social media at We Are Springtide and interact with a variety of resources connected to the 2021 report with the hashtag Religion and Young People 2021. Thanks for listening.